0: In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, we're going to continue with part two of psychological slang, slang terms a lot of people use incorrectly, and I'm going to give you those and uh, and also tell you the real meaning of a lot of these terms. And as usual, we're giving away a bunch of free stuff, including a free hypnosis guide and my Hypnosis for Confidence MP3 download. Stay tuned. We will be right back.
1: Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright.
0: What is going on, my friends? It is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist, and we are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. Uh, During my intro, I just looked over at Jamie and noticed I just spilled coffee on my white (laughs) t-shirt. Son of a... Forget Look at that. It. Just do it live! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, we'll do, it. we'll do it. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll can. write it and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! There we go. Yeah, it's that's a whole, it. That was a hole yeah. in your lip. I saw it. One. Uh, I saw no, it happen. It's crazy because I didn't even see it or feel it. I just looked down and I'm like, where'd that come from? Are you from? sure that's coffee on your shirt? Uh, Well, it's either coffee or 1842. Yeah. All right, Did enough. I get the year right? Is that the name oh, of it? Oh, 1843. 1843.
1: David Nicholson 1843.
0: David Nicholson 8043. Yeah. That, there we go. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. All right. So we we are back. We're downtown Detroit in the Detroit Shipping Company uh yeah. studios. Yeah. Um, yeah. Back downtown, where we like to be. It's kind of a chilly day today, though. Not as nice as it could be, but uh, people are out and about having fun, and we are happy to be here. With me always is Matt Fox. You know, I Most most always. Jamie's in every once in a while. Well, Jamie's Jamie's here, here, too. Yeah. yeah. So we're both here. He's here, too. So I get (laughs) get two. I get two for the price of one. You kind of do. Yeah. But, you know, if we could be here and uh, and help out. Well, somebody, you know... Somebody might be in the background. Oh, I like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? That, that's me. Yes. <laughs> uh, so let me tell you, folks, where you can find me. My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. Find, on the website, you'll find my podcast page, my store, all kinds of other cool stuff, uh, clips from shows, um, any information you probably want from me. Um, and um, and I'll, I'll, I'll tease my other stuff in a moment. Um, some other stuff you'll be able to find on the website very soon. You can find me on social media, Facebook and YouTube, which are both Motor City Hypnotist, and on Instagram and Twitter, Motor City Hypno. And as usual, as we do every episode, I'm giving away my free hypnosis guide. It's just a PDF that you can download and have and just give, it gives you kind of a, an overview and an explanation of exactly what hypnosis is. It covers some myths and misconceptions, just something handy to have so that uh, you have a basic knowledge of it and understanding. And as usual, I'm giving away my free MP3 for confidence, MP3 hypnosis download. So that link will be in the show notes as well. And probably the most important things, wherever you're listening, please subscribe and leave a review, whether that's iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening to your podcast. Uh, just pop in there, click on it, subscribe, and then you get the new episodes automatically, which will help as well. Yes. And leave a review. That helps me out as well. And if it's a five-star review or however they rate it, that's even better.
1: Subscribe, follow on iTunes. Subscribe,
0: follow on iTunes. They yes. did change that recently. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. And a couple of cool announcements. I I know I started this on our last episode, but since we're recording these at once, I can throw it out again. Absolutely. Um, My book will be out soon. My book, Empower Your Mind for Success, A Hypnotic Guide, um, actually just went to my editor yesterday, and uh, she is starting on it this coming week. So I'm hoping that we will have a published book in hand within 60 days.
1: That's fantastic. Which
0: would be awesome.
1: Are you, are you looking forward to all the red you're going to get back with all the energy? Yeah, I,
0: well, I'm sure there'll be a lot. It's, <laughs> it's one of these things, and I, um, I don't know if there are any aspiring writers out there, but but I've always kind of wanted to write a book that's just always kind of been a desire of mine. Mm-hmm. And I've, 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 I have a bunch of books about writing. One of them, Stephen King, wrote a book about writing. It's called On Writing. Oh. It's a book all about how he writes and, you know, what he suggests you should do if you write. So he wrote his own biography? And he said, <laughs> "I in so many words, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, because I don't have it in front of me, but he said, the first manuscript is a hundred miles away from the final product. Right. Right. He, he said his editors helped so much as far as just putting things in correct orders and, and rewording and, and just formulating and, and correcting errors. He said, uh, you know, sometimes he feels like he didn't even write it. I, I'm saying that paraphrased. I don't know if he said that mm. word for word, but um, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's at the editor and that should be out soon. The other the other big announcement in, in that this is not available at the moment, but it could be available to you if you're listening. In August of of this year, within a couple, couple, three months from now, Mm -hmm. I am doing an in-person hypnosis training course. So if you've ever wanted to learn hypnosis, now is your chance. Now, Mm -hmm. this class will be five days long. It will be eight hours per day, so 40 hours total. Um, The dates are not locked in yet, but it will be, I'm shooting for like the beginning of August as of right this moment. You don't have to have any prior experience and you don't have to have a degree of any type because in Michigan, or if you're even in other states, depending on the state, you mm-hmm. don't have have to have a license to practice hypnosis. More of a certification? Certification, mm-hmm. which I will provide. After the end of this week, you'll have a certificate to practice hypnosis. You'll be a certified hypnotist mm-hmm. by the end of my training. So if you're interested in this, before this goes live, because here's the thing, there are only 10 spots. Because of, because of what we do in the practice and, and having real people in to, to practice hypnosis with, mm-hmm. I can't have a class of 100 people. It just, just be too many people to try to, to, to right. teach effectively. So the class is limited to 10 people. So if you're interested and you want to get more information directly from me, hit me up on social media. Hmm. If you want to reserve a spot, there are only 10 spots. And we will get into the details of that. Um, you can look for that on my social media because that should be posted soon. But if you want to get a head start and reserve your spot ahead of time, uh, just contact me on social media and say, hey, I heard your podcast. I want to learn hypnosis. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not in the Detroit area, this is an in-person training, which is different from a lot of the online trainings that you see. Because I if you scroll through Facebook, there's tons of ads for learn hypnosis now or mm-hmm. YouTube videos. A lot of people will watch YouTube videos and, right. and, and think they can do yeah. hypnosis. I'm not saying you can or you cannot. cannot. But that's not the ideal way to learn. The ideal way to learn is with real people in real situations. Well, YouTube is uh, a hypnosis anyways, because well, that's, it is. that's called a rabbit hole. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you, you get stuck in that. And, yeah. and and really, that is a form of hypnosis. You get stuck in there and everything else disappears. And all of a sudden, you're sitting in front of your computer three hours later watching videos about uh, you know flat earthers. Right. You know, Really? <laughs> you're know, like, what is going on here? Could How did watch. I get here? You
1: can only watch so many pimple popping videos. Right? I'm just
0: saying. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so yeah, if you're interested in learning hypnosis. Even if you're out of state, um, I, I mean, the, I, when I did my hypnosis training way back when, I actually traveled. I actually flew um, and stayed a week. My my training was a week long. Mm-hmm. And um, so so even if you're out of state, you can fly into Detroit. We're going to be doing it at a hotel, so there'll be some place for people to stay if they want to come from out of state. Wow. there's a The hotel that we're going to be at has a restaurant and a lounge so that we'll be able to have dinner together. It's all going to be a week-long Super fun, and but but the, the big thing is that you're going to leave with your certification. That's great. So if you want your spot, find me on social media and say save me a spot, and we can talk. Excellent. Otherwise, look for the announcement because that announcement will be out on my website and social media as soon as I, I get the details nailed down and that releases. Excellent. Awesome. So I think that that got us through all our got a lot of announcements going on. So my, you have a lot my book, my class, yep, and um, yeah, yeah, it's that's crazy. The,
1: you are a busy jet. You are a busy guy. Yep. Right. And one of the busiest things that you do on a weekly basis is you find the winner of the week. I do. So is that what we're doing next? We are. Before.
0: I'm very important. Uh, (laughs) I have many leather-bound books, and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. (laughs) There we go. Yes, it is time. Here we go. That's how winning is done. So, so those of you who are sports fans, so I'm, I'm actually gonna give, I'm, I'm going to give you a twofer today, and okay. I just decided this. Even though I only have one on my notes, I only have one printed. So, so the, the, my first winner of the week for this week, because so I don't want to wait too long, is uh, the Detroit Tigers Spencer Turnbull, who threw a no hitter last week. Mm-hmm. Eighth no hitter in Detroit Tigers history. Correct, Walk two batters. the Bummer. Mm-hmm. I mean, every time Verlander had a no hitter, I'm like, oh, please don't walk anybody. And there was always a walk in there somewhere. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is frustrating. But again, eighth no hitter in Tigers history. So, so that's winner number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this kid, this 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 guy's got potential to go forward. So he, we'll see. he really does. Yeah. Kind of turn some heads. A- absolutely. Um. It was a terrible team they were playing. Though. Seattle's <laughs> terrible team. <laughs> well, I can't. Yeah. Don't take anything well, away well, no, from. No, the guy, no, no. Know. I'm not taking it away because I mean, any major league team, if you can throw nine innings and not give up a hit, yeah. hey, yeah, that's that's actually that's an amazing a, feat.
1: There's, it's actually happened a few times it's, already it's this, this year. Season. Yeah,
0: it's crazy. It's it, we're only in in we're not we're not in June yet. No, and I believe there have been six no hitters this season yeah, already. It's wild. Isn't I, it? It's crazy. I I don't I don't get it. Uh, I don't know in my own mind, and I want to get off on a sports tangent because this isn't a sports podcast, but, but whatever. <laughs> um, I, I think it has something to do with just last year not being – them not having a full season last year and mm-hmm. not the, the hitter's not getting as much okay. – but, again, the pitchers would have the same issue. So,
1: Well, the pitchers, have, it's easier for the pitcher to practice than it is for a guy to go out and hit a ball. No, than,
0: that's true, too. Right? And, and I would say the pitchers have the advantage anyway since, you know, a good average in baseball is 300. Right. Pitchers are always more successful than the hitters. So. Fair enough. What's yeah. the twofer? Okay, the second one, another sports guy, um, Phil Mickelson.
1: Oh, the oldest yep. player in PGA history, oldest player in PGA history to win absolutely yes At age 50. Yeah.
0: Yep. And he becomes, and, and the, even on the PGA site, they said he becomes the biggest underdog to win a major in at least 16 years. Mm-hmm. So, again, not expecting him to win it. Right. Knowing that he might be competitive, but because of his age, again it's an ages thing. And he was days was away What's this from, old guy going to do? Yeah, yeah. He was
1: days away from his 51st birthday at right.
0: that, yeah. right? Yep, so. absolutely. And and I'm I follow I follow golf casually. I'm not like a huge golf fan, but yeah. I mean I definitely know who Phil Mickelson is and I've been watching him for a while. And he's left-handed long. at that. Do you notice do you know what his pre-tournament odds were? No. 200 to 1 to wow. win the tournament. If I had 5 bucks. I know. And actually, it went as high as two hundred and fifty to one at Westgate Superbook. So, if you wow. want some, you want some crazy odds, go to West Westgate
1: <laughs> Sportsbook. The The next tournament that he actually just played in, uh-huh. he he did not do very well in the first round. He, and someone yeah. said, "What's going on?" He's like, "Hey, I just won. I'm yeah, the oldest I, guy that I that just, just won a major. Alone. Yeah, and, and I'm
0: fifty years old. Give me a break, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really cool, kind of cool. I, I'm um." it's just a good story you Mm -hmm. know and plus he was he was pretty cool about it afterwards right right um at nearly 51 he's an all-time great yep yeah oh and they also they also put a comment in here um what they say about phil no they were talking about other older golfers uh okay uh you know what i cut it off Sorry, no worries. He's nothing there. I'm sure. I'm sure Nicholas was up there, and, and right. And, and Nicholas was... and and uh, uh, I, the name is here was. Uh... He's in good. Uh, Mickelson's in good company. We'll just say that. Yeah, Tom Watson. Yep. Yeah, a couple other ones like that. So yeah, cool. Phil Mickelson and Spencer Turnbull, winners of the week. Awesome. How winning is done! Woohoo! Ah, uh, winners, winners! I love winners. Even though I, you know, <laughs> all right, so not always a winner. So we're back to we're back to our psychological slang. Slang. And you're going to start with. Uh, Let me just tell you quickly what we just hit on last time. If you haven't if you haven't listened to last episode, jump one back because we started with uh, bipolar. Mm-hmm. You know, when people say, "Oh, she's so bipolar," or, "He's so bipolar," mm-hmm. we talked about calling people psycho. Oh man. He's a psycho, mm-hmm. uh, schizo, mm-hmm. which relates to schizophrenia. We hit on that one, um, and that brings us up to where we are right now.
1: Okay. What's the
0: what? What are we going to start with? Okay. So now this is a sensitive one. So, mm-hmm. so, I, but I'm going to say the word because people use it. So, so for those of you that I'm going to be very try to be very sensitive about this, but but just so we can address it, is retard. Yeah. That that's, and, and I'm telling you, with teenagers right now, I see a lot of adolescents in my office, and this this term is used. All the time, yeah, you're a retard, you're yeah. retarded. It, it's it's just kind of it's it's really just so it is it is a very uh, touchy word it, yes. it, it it is and, and, and it, it is disparaging mm-hmm. and, and it is derogatory now now here's the thing we t- we talk about terms coming in and out of favor, especially medical diagnoses and how it's evolved over the years. Mm-hmm. so again, even in my lifetime, the DSM which classifies mental disorders, still showed it as mental retardation. That mm. that was the actual diagnosis. That was the term for it. Hmm. So when people would say he's retarded, it wasn't it wasn't derogatory. It wasn't it wasn't being mean back then. It was that the was the medical term yeah. that was used. Right. So over the years, because it's, it's gotten this, this bad stigma, stigma yeah. and, and, and it's been used. So I'm going to tell you, that goes along with this. You know the other terms that were used in medical diagnoses or descriptions? Well, please share. Moron. Oh. Idiot. Mm-hmm. Cretan. Imbecile. Were all <laughs> non-offensive terms to refer to people with mental intellectual disabilities in the 60s. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, could you imagine going to the doctor and saying, Oh, yeah, um it appears he's an idiot. Wow. Or
1: a moron all or right, an imbecile. All right. So you know I'm a movie guy.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: There's a movie called Two of a Kind, Olivia Newton John and John Travolta. And Olivia Newton John is an actress and she's trying to act and be upset, and she says her lines, you moron. <laughs> You imbecile, you bastard. bastard! And she sees John Travolta and freaks the hell out. But just in that one sentence, she uses She's moron all of those all of those imbecile, words, right? Yep. That
0: was like in the early '80s, mid '80s, right? Even then. So so I, I understand and definitely right now the word retard or retarded mm-hmm. it, it has a negative connotation to it because, because it's usually used to put somebody down or to insult somebody or, mm-hmm. or to use that term as a disparaging term. Um so again, the the, the medical diagnosis used to be mental retardation. It mm-hmm. has it has evolved now into disabled or developmentally disabled. Mm-hmm. Even the term handicap is kind of going out that's now. That's got a stigma to it as well. It's, it, yeah. it, it, because it went, and, and actually handicap was widely accepted when I was young, but mm-hmm. that's kind of on its way out now. And it, and we're using mentally challenged or physically challenged. I, right. I think those are acceptable terms right now. Mm-hmm. But overall, disabled is the main term that's used right now right. that's acceptable and, and
1: descriptive. Well, how come the parking spots can get away with that word? Handicap.
0: Yeah, that, that's a great question. You're right. <laughs> yeah, because everybody says, oh, I got my handicap sticker. And yeah. it's like, well, I, okay. I, I guess they haven't caught up yet. Yeah. I, maybe the DMV is the last ones to catch up with anything. <laughs> right. Yeah, maybe maybe they need to. <laughs> I don't know what we're yelling about. Since that's what you do if you go in there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Here's another one. Yes. Um. Oh, you're, you're so ADD.
1: Right. you uh, so, attention, uh, attention yeah. deficit. disorder. Attention yeah. deficit disorder. Because
0: yeah. a lot of people say, "Oh man, you're so ADD. You're all over the place." So now that very well may be true. A lot of people suffer from ADD. Mm-hmm. So let me. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna clarify because there's this one also has evolved over time. Mm-hmm. Because it used to be, ADD was the original diagnosis, attention deficit disorder. Mm-hmm. Then there the, it evolved to include. ADHD, which is attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, hmm. so now you could be ADD and ADHD, or one or the other. Right. It, technically, you'd include them both if you were hyperactive. Uh, ADD, ADHD.
1: A great portrayal of that uh, mm-hmm. of that disorder would be yep. Jack Nicholson in As Good as
0: It Gets. Yes. That actually that was more OCD. OCD. Okay. Yes. Okay. OCD. So what's the difference between? Uh, from OCD and... So ADD is a problem with focus and attention. You, you, you're you just too distractible. You can't stay on a, a task for very long. You're okay. fidgety. You can't sit still. Fair. Okay. All of those. OCD is a compulsion to have things in order, okay. and it has to be a specific way, or you feel out of... Mentally and physically, you just feel out of whack. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that. No. No worries. So again, it started as ADD. ADHD came along. So now... It's all ADHD. Hmm. So the confusion dates to 1994. That's when doctors decided all forms of attention deficit disorder be called attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, hmm. even if the person wasn't hyperactive. So that's when the DSM updated. Again, back to the DSM, which mm-hmm. has all the diagnoses in there. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I graduated from school, we were on DSM-3. Then there was a DSM-3R. There was a DSM-4. True. There might have been another one in there in the middle, but currently we're on the DSM-5. So that's within 30 years in my career. Wow. It, it is And it's always evolving. I get that. Yeah. but Things are going to change. Yes, yeah. yes. So now everything is ADHD right now as far as the diagnosis goes. Hmm. Even and Now when you say ADHD, hyperactivity is included in those initials, but that doesn't mean you have hyperactivity because now it's ADHD- inattentive type or, or hyperactive impulsive type. Hmm. So that's one diagnosis with two distinctions. So there's a diagnosis and a subdiagnosis, and okay. they each have their own, without getting too technical, they each have their own numbers as far as diagnosis codes in the DSM.
1: And I would imagine the uh, the medication
0: would be different for that. Correct, it? yes. Because hyperactive, it, it, and technically focusing helps with the hyperactivity part of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and there are, gosh... Medication has evolved as well for that, so right. we could do like we could do a whole thing on that. As Absolutely. far as from Ritalin up yes. to right now, the big one is Adderall. Yes, but Adderall, Adderall is a big street drug right now. Unfortunately, yes, yeah. I know it's it's a tough one. It's a controlled substance. In fact, and in, in, in case you know, I, I know you guys know, I'm 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 own a clinic and and work in my clinic. Our doctor, our psychiatrist, doesn't prescribe. He's he stopped prescribing. Uh, Adderall. He just doesn't want to deal with the controlled as- controlled substance aspect of it.
1: There's a risk, you absolutely. Know, as a prescriber, there's there's, definitely a risk. There's yes. always a risk as a prescriber yep. of medication. Absolutely. So you you take your stance, and there's yep. other medications out there that could potentially work for absolutely your, for your patient, right?
0: Yeah. So um, so ADD ADHD. Hopefully that one we hit on that one. This one is uh, this one I hear often. Oh, what a narcissist! That person's really a narcissist. So listening to your own podcast yeah. does that mean uh, you're a narcissist? It is. It is. <laughs> I'm very important. Uh, I have many leather-bound books, and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yes, I am important. So, narcissic person, narcissistic personality disorder. Now, now th- this is different because I and I want to make a quick distinction, and I want to get to our ones that I teased last time. I don't want to miss out on those because okay. those were good ones. Mm-hmm. But with with a narcissist. It's a personality disorder. Now, personality disorders are different in a way. They're still a mental illness, but personality disorder is much more embedded in, in part of a person's character. Okay. Probably developed from early childhood.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it's different than somebody who is an adult and they experience a bout of depression or they have anxiety or maybe they end up having bipolar disorder. A personality disorder is a deep-seated Malfunction in somebody's personality. So, how do you get someone that is a narcissist to recognize that? That's a tough one because let me give you just tell you a little bit about what narcissism is. Please. Uh, It's a mental condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance, which we know that, and a deep need for excessive attention and admiration. Uh, They usually have troubled relationships and a lack of empathy for others but behind this mask of extreme confidence lies a fragile self-esteem that's vulnerable to the slightest criticism. So here's the problem. They don't they don't want to be criticized. They don't want to be judged. They don't want to accept that they have issues. Mm-hmm. So it's often rebuffed. They often don't want to change because they have to admit that they're not right. So the, that's the
1: challenge. So and there are folks that, you know, they they accept feedback, they accept criticism, but they they might accept that on their Professional world and their professional life, but mm-hmm. not in their personal life, right? So, how how can you help that individual potentially that that accepts criticism, yep, from a colleague, a mentor, as far as the career side, but on the personal
0: side, it's like a family member coming at you, right? Right? How, for, so, for personality disorders, and there are many of them, and, and you know, we're, we'll do a show on personality disorders yeah, we'd coming love that. up because there there are seven, eight. I don't want to guess right now. I'll say it wrong. And, and you psychologists and the counselors and therapists will be like, what an idiot. So I won't <laughs> do your homework. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, no, <laughs> no, don't shut me up. So right. let me just tell you a couple. And you probably, you guys probably know these, these, uh, the, um, um, the symptoms mm-hmm. of, 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 narcissist, Exha- exaggerated self-importance, mm-hmm. sense of entitlement. They require constant admiration, they expect to be recognized as superior without any achievements, exaggerate achievements and talents, are preoccupied with fantasies about success. I'm not saying they they can't be successful, but they're most often like the idea of success, but right. they're not. Right. Um, they believe they are superior, can only associate with people on their level. Hmm. They monopolize conversations. They belittle or look down on people. They expect favors for no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, they take advantage of others to get what they want. That's a huge one. They have uh, here's the one that that we were just hitting on. That have an inability or unwillingness to recognize the needs and feelings of others. That that's more like It's all about them. It's all about their own feelings. Um, behave in an arrogant or haughty manner. Haughty. I love that word. Haughty. That's an old word. Haughty. <laughs>
1: With an H O T T I E. H O H A U.
0: Haughty. Okay. that G-H-T-Y. H-T-Y.
1: Okay. Yeah. So that's like fat,
0: P-H-A-T. Yeah. It could be. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So, narcissist, I, I mean, even though it's used, it might be accurate with somebody, mm-hmm. but it may not. It just might mean they're just maybe they're just a rude person. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but if you live with a narcissist, it's definitely, or I, I mean, honestly, if you're listening and you think you might be one, I, you know, it's definitely something you want to get treatment for. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So, so we hit on we we hit on. I teased one last session, so we're going to get into that our last oh, here episode. We go. So, okay, here we and go. And this, this term is typically used to describe women, although the term is interchangeable with male or female. Mm-hmm. It's nympho. Oh, what a nympho! Mm-hmm. Oh, she's a nympho.
1: Or he's now, a nympho.
0: Nymphomania is is an actual mental disorder. This is something that exists, and and for those who suffer from this, it's it's not pleasant. It's not something that they like or that they want. Mm-hmm. It's not somebody—and um, I'll try to put it as sensitively as possible, but this is an adult podcast, so it's not like somebody who's just going out and screwing around because they enjoy it. Mm-hmm. They don't enjoy that compulsion. They don't enjoy the results of it. Um, so let me, let me—I'll just read you the definition. So a nymphomaniac is—or nymphomania is a mental disorder marked by compulsive sexual behavior— compulsions are unwanted actions or rituals that a person engages in repeatedly without getting pleasure from them or being able to control them so think about that when people say oh she's such a nympho now or he's such a nympho i'm going to use the term interchangeably even like again mostly it's to describe women mm. typically they would see somebody as being like okay i'll just say the words whore or slut those mm-hmm. types of words mm-hmm. when they say oh what a nympho or mm. whatever Here's the thing, but it's actually the opposite. It's actually the opposite because they don't enjoy the activities. They they, they don't enjoy that that constant uh, sexual interaction and in, in, um, activity. It's not something they get enjoyment from. It's a compulsion, hmm. and that's what makes it sad. Because a lot of people think, oh, they're just they're just whoring around or they're just a nympho, like like it's their choice, but right. it's not. It's it, it, it's it's a mental disorder. <sighs>
1: So, I, and, I, and I know it's a sensitive topic. Sure. But folks that are, are chronic masturbators. Yeah. Right? Is yeah. that a form of nymphomania? It, it
0: could be a form of nymphomania, mm-hmm. uh, just not focused on other people. Now, here's the thing if you're a chronic masturbator and you feel like it's a problem, if you, if, now we're, we're getting into the whole guilt thing here because as kids, of course, you're taught. Yes. Don't touch that. Don't right. do that. Right. Um, especially in religious households, mm-hmm. you know, or in public, you're going to go blind. You know, yeah. it's going to yeah. fall off. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, or in libraries. Yeah, it's right, right. not a good idea. You're going to get hair on your palms. But, yeah. but no, it yeah. could be it, yeah. it, that that could be a form of nymphomania because uh, because you're you're focused on the sexual part of it. But if you're not getting pleasure and you feel like it's a compulsion, that's where it becomes a problem. Okay. So so definitely, if you feel like you're compelled to do these things and you're not getting enjoyment from it, that's a problem. Hmm. Um
1: and i I had to ask because... No, absolutely you know, I, because it, that it, that's a there. that's a
0: great question because some people might think, well, does it have to be with other people? no it doesn't have to be mm. yeah um the the other one i and I told you guys on last episode, my wife gave me the idea for this episode uh, psychological slang um mm-hmm. and i'm I'm just gonna and there are a couple that we quite didn 't get to one is misogyny which which I think we can oh bang <laughs> hit the bell uh, or I know we hit on narcissist, hypochondriac, so so we, we missed a couple of those, but I want to hit on this one because this is one of the ones she put on her list: penis envy. Penis envy simply is Freud's view that women have are envious of men because women don't have a penis. That was Freud's <laughs> approach. That's simply put, what his theory was. I wish I could stand up and pee. he he went so far as to say that <laughs> that. Females, the only way for them to overcome this envy, this penis envy, was to have a child of their own, and especially if if it's a boy, because then they would have one. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really a you know Freud Freud was a little bit nutty. I mean, he had a large influence on psychoanalysis and therapy and things, and he had some great contributions. But um, some of his some of his stuff is a is a bit is a bit wonky. It's a it's out there. Yeah, it is out there. So the, so yeah, and I, I know I only spent a small amount of time on penis envy. See what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> I ain't listening to you no more. I take offense to that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, yeah, that, folks, is our psychological slangs, part two. Um, and if you have ideas, we could, we could go on. There, there are tons of more that we could hit on. So if yeah. you have ideas, let me know. Yeah. We'd, love to, we'd love to address them for you.
1: Please.
0: So in the meantime, you know what next time we're going to do is we're going to talk about personality disorders since we just talked about that. I just made the decision. Oh. We're going we're gonna to start on personality disorders next episode. Wonderful. So look for that then. In the meantime, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We will see you next time you <laughs>